Oswald for today is May 3rd. May 3rd, vital intercession. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. As we go on in intercession, we may find our obedience to God is going to cost other people more than we thought. The danger then is to begin to intercede in sympathy with those whom God is gradually lifting to a totally different sphere in answer to our prayers. God's causing them to become triumphant. Growing them up in greater levels. And somehow or another, we think it's, oh, they're going through so much. Let me be sympathetic. I'm not sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Get your ass kicked. Mm-hmm. You need it kicked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever we step back from identification with God's interest in others into a sympathy with them, the vital connection with God has gone. We've put our own sympathy, our own consideration for them in the way, and this is a deliberate rebuke to God. It's impossible to intercede vitally unless... We are perfectly sure of God, and the greatest dissipator of our relationship to God is personal sympathy and personal prejudice. Identification is a key to intercession, and whenever we stop being identified with God, it is by sympathy, not by sin. It is not likely that sin will interfere with our relationship to God, but sympathy will. Sympathy with ourselves or with others, which makes us say, I will not allow that thing to happen. Instantly, we are out of the vital connection with God. So intercession leaves you neither time nor inclination to pray for your own, own sad, sweet self. The thought of yourself is kept completely out because it's not there to even keep out. You are completely and entirely identified with God's interest in other lives. Discernment is God's call to intercession, never to be critical and fault-finding. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was a pretty powerful lesson. Mm-hmm. Go to Romans 1, verse 8. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all, that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. For God is my witness whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers, making request, if by any means now at length I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come unto you, that I might somehow get to you, get through to you, right? For I long to see you, that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end that you might actually be established. That is, that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith of both you and me. Romans 8, 18. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to even be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who was subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself shall also be delivered from the bondage of corruption and the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and travails in pain together even until now. 
Not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption, to wit, the redemption of our body. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, why would you then hope for it? But if we hope for that which we see not, then we do by patience learn to wait for it. Amen. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Mm -hmm. And he that searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit, knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Amen. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to God's purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did be pre he did predestinate. Predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, whom he called, he justified, whom he justified, then he also glorified. Mm -hmm. What should we say then to these things? If God's going to be for us, who could actually be against us? Mm -hmm. He that spared not his own Son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. Who is he that condemns? It is Christ that died, yes, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. So who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, sword, as it is written, For thy sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. And all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Amen. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor even things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord, who is our intercessor. Amen. Romans 10.1 Brethren, my heart's desire... And my prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Amen. Even spiritual Israel. Amen. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to true knowledge. A lot of people I know that are spiritual Israel have a zeal for God, but not true knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. yes. For they are being ignorant of God's righteousness, are going about to establish their own self-righteousness, but have submitted themselves to the righteousness of God. But if not... Submitted themselves to righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believes. For Moses described the righteousness which is of the law, that the man who does these things shall live by them. But the righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise. Say not in your heart who shall ascend to heaven, that's to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. What does it say? The word is near you, even in your mouth, and in your heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. And if you will confess, if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shall then believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Amen. But that means you have to confess and you have to believe. Mm -hmm. For with the heart, man believes in the righteousness. Yes. And with the mouth, proclamation or confession is made into salvation. For the scripture said, whosoever then believes on him shall end up not ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich and all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall in fact be saved. Amen. 
12, 9. Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love and honor, preferring one another. Not slothful, fervent, or passionate spirit, serving the Lord. Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, and continually, instantly in prayer. Distributing the necessity of the saints, given to hospitality. Bless them that persecute, bless and curse not. Rejoice in them that do rejoice, and weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind one towards another. Mind not high things, but lower your mindset to a man of low estate. So be not wise in your own conceits. Repay to no man evil for evil. Provide things that are honest and honorable in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lies within you, learn to live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. So therefore, if thy enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him something to drink. For in so doing, you shall heap coals of fire upon his head. So do not become overcome of evil, but overcome the evil with good. Amen. Romans 15, 30. Now I beg you, brethren, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake and for the love of the Spirit, that you strive together with me in your prayers to God for me, Amen. that I may be delivered from them that do not believe in Judea, that my service which I have in Jerusalem may be accepted of the saints, that I may come unto you with joy by the will of God, that I may with you be refreshed. Now the God of peace be with you all. And let that be so. Amen. 2 Corinthians 1. one eight. For we would not, brethren, have you be ignorant of our trouble which came to us in Asia. We were pressed out of measure above strength insomuch that we were despaired of life. We have this sentence of death within ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves but in God which raises the dead who delivered us from such a great death and does deliver in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. So you also helping together by prayer. Prayer for us that the gift bestowed upon us by the means of many persons. Thanks may be given to, by many to God on our behalf. Amen. Thank you, this 5, 17. Therefore, if any man would be in Christ, he is that new creature. All things have passed away. All things have become new. All things are of God who has reconciled us to himself by Christ, it's given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation as well. Now, then we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be reconciled to God. Amen. For he has made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Amen. Eight one five. Moreover, eight one. Moreover, brethren, we do you to wit of the grace of God bestowed upon the church of Macedonia, out of the great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy, their deep poverty abounded to the riches of their liberality and freedom. For their power, I bear record, yes, beyond their power, they were willing of themselves, praying us with much entreaty that we would receive the gift. And take upon us the fellowship of the ministering to, to the saints. And this they did, not as we hoped. But first they gave their own selves to the Lord. And then unto us by the will of God. Amen. 9 and 6. But this I say, 
He which sows sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he that sows bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man, according as he has purposed in his heart, let him give. Not grudgingly or out of necessity, for God is going to love a cheerful giver. God is able to make all grace abound towards you. Amen. That you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound in every good work. Amen. As it is written, he is dispersed abroad. He is given to the poor. His righteousness remains forever. Now he that ministered the seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. He Amen. will do the work. Amen. Being enriched in everything to all boundless, which causes through us thanksgiving to God. Amen. For the administration of this service not only supplies the want of the saints, but it's abundant also by many others giving thanksgiving to God. Wow, by the experiment of this ministration, they glorify God on your professed subjection to the gospel of Christ and for your liberal distribution back into them and to all men. So by their prayer for you, which long after you, for the exceeding grace of God in you, thanks be to God for this unspeakable gift. Amen. Ephesians 1, 15. Wherefore I also, after heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love to all the saints, I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of the Lord, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Amen. Great prayers. Amen. The eyes of your understanding be enlightened. Great prayers. That you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance actually is in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might, far above all dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is, world that is yet to come. And has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over the things, over all the things to the church, which the church is his body, the fullness of him that fills all in all. We are going to fulfill his desires. Amen. 6, 10. So finally, not finally, but finally. My brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, which will be used to see whether we're really wanting to walk, walk with the Lord or not. Mm -hmm. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness, even in high places. So wherefore, take you the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand in the evil day, having done all to stand, stand therefore. Amen. Having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate righteousness, your feet shod with the preparation because the gospel of peace. Above all, take you the shield of faith, wherein you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked through your faith, Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for not just you, but for all the saints. Amen. For, and for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bonds, so therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Amen. Philippians 1, 3. So I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, for you all making requests with joy, 
for your fellowship with the gospel for the first day even until now, being confident of this very thing, that he which has begun a good work in you will also perform it to the day of Jesus, even as is meet or necessary for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart inasmuch as both in my bonds and in the defense and the confirmation of the gospel, you are all partakers of my grace. For God is my record, how I greatly long after you in the bowels of Jesus. And this I pray, that your love may abound yet more and more in the knowledge and in all judgment, that you may prove the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Christ Jesus, unto the glory and unto the praise of God. Amen. Colossians 1.3. So we give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus, praying always again for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love which you have towards all the saints. For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, whereof you have heard before the word of truth of my gospel, which is coming to you as it is unto all the world, and brings forth fruit, as it does also even in you. Since the day you heard it, we know the grace of God and truth, as you have also learned of our Epiphazar, Dear fellow servant, who is for you a faithful minister of Christ, who declared unto us your love and the Spirit. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you. And we desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Amen. That you might walk worthy of the Lord and all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthened Amen. with all might, according to his glorious power and to patience and long-suffering with joyfulness. Amen. Colossians 4.1 Masters, give unto your servants that which is just and equal, knowing that you have also a master in heaven. So I'm just going to say people, right? Yes. Yeah. Continue in prayer, watch, in the same with thanksgiving, with all praying also for us that God would open unto us a door of utterance, to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in bonds. Amen. That I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom towards them that are without redeeming the time. Let your speak, speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer every man. Amen. First Thessalonians 1, verse 2. So we give thanks to God always you, making mention of you in our prayers, remembering that without ceasing your work of faith, your labor of love, and the patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, in the sight of God and our Father, knowing, brethren, beloved, your election of God. For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also came in power, and in the Holy Ghost, in much assurance, as we know what manner of men you were among you, what manner of men we were among you for your sake. And you have become followers of us, of the Lord, having received the word of much affliction, with the joy of the Holy Ghost so that we would be examples to all those that believe. Amen. That's what it's 3, 7. Therefore, brethren, we were comforted over you in all of our affliction and distressed by your faith. For now we live if you stand fast in the Lord. Amen. For what thanks can we render to God again for you for all the joy wherewith you we joy for your sakes before our God, night and day praying exceedingly that we might actually see your face and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. Amen. Now to God himself. And our Father, 
Lord Jesus Christ, direct our way unto you. Lord, make you to increase and abound in love towards one another and towards all men, even as we do towards you. To the end that he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God, even the Father, the coming of our Lord Jesus, with all of his saints in the second coming. Amen. 5.14 Now we exhort you, brethren, warn, that are, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient towards all men. See that none render evil from evil to any man that ever, but ever follow that which is good both among yourselves and again to all men. So rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit, despise not prophesying. Prove all things and hold fast, fast to that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God, your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless to the coming of our Lord and our Savior Jesus. Faithful is he that's called you, who also will do it. So, brethren, pray for us. 2 Thessalonians 1.11 Wherefore, also we pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of this calling. Fulfill the word, the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of the faith and power. That the name of the Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in turn in him. According to the grace of our God and again the Lord Jesus. 3.1 Finally, not finally, but finally brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free court and be glorified even as it is with you. That we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men for all men have not faith. But the Lord is faithful yes. who shall establish you and keep you from evil. Mm -hmm. And we have the confidence in the Lord touching you that you will do and will do the things which we command you. And the Lord is going to direct your hearts to the love of God and to the patience waiting for Christ. Amen. First Timothy 2.1 So I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks may be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet, peaceful life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and have and come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Where do I am ordained a preacher, an apostle? I speak the truth in Christ and I lie not. The teacher of the Gentiles in faith and bear your truth. I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and without doubting. Amen. 2 Timothy 1. I thank God whom I serve with my forefathers with a pure conscience that without ceasing I have remembrance of you in all my prayers night and day greatly desire to see you being mindful of your tears that I may be filled with joy when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that's in thee which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois your mother Eunice I am persuaded it's in you as well Amen. wherefore I put you in remembrance that you stir up the gift of God which is in thee by putting on my hands for God has not given us a spirit of fear, Amen. but a power of love and of a sound mind. Amen. Hebrews 5. Verse 1. For every high priest taken from among men 
is ordained for men and things pertaining to God, that he may both offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. Who can have compassion on the ignorant and on them that are out of the way for that he himself also is compassed with infirmity? So the priest can know that what you're going through because he's going through it himself. Mm -hmm. And by reason thereof he ought, as for the people, so also for himself to offer for sins. And no man takes this honor in himself. But he that is called of God, and as was Aaron, so also Christ glorified not himself to be made a high priest, but he that said unto him, Thou art my son, today I have begotten thee. As he says also in another place, You are my, you are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. <clears throat> With the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications, was strong crying and tears, and him that was able to save him from the death, and was heard, in fact that he had fear or had reverence. Hmm. Though he were a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he had to suffer. Being made then perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation to all them that obey, called of God, a high priest, again, after the order of a Chelsea then. Hebrews 7, 23. And they truly were, and they truly were many priests because they were not suffered to continue by reason of death. But this man, because he continued ever, has an unchangeable priesthood. Whereas he's able to also save them to the uttermost that come unto God by, by him, seeing that ever lives, making intercession for them. For such a high priest became us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and made higher than the heavens. Who needs not daily as those high priests to offer up sacrifice first for our own sins, and then for the people's. For this he did once when he offered himself. The law makes men high priests which have infirmity, but the word of the oath, which was since the law, makes the Son who is consecrated forevermore. Amen. Hebrews 13. Verse 17. So obey them that have rule over you, and submit Amen. yourselves, for they watch for your souls, that they may give account, that they may do it with joy, and not with grief, for that is unprofitable even for you. Pray for us. If we trust, we have a good conscience in all things willing to live honestly. But I beseech you to rather do this, that I may be restored to you the sooner. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead the Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Christ Jesus, to whom be the glory forever and ever. James 5. Verse 7. Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman which waits for the precious fruits of the earth has long patience for it, until he receives the early and the latter rain. So be you also patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is drawing near. Grudge not one against another, brethren. Let us be con lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge stands before the door. Take my brethren, the prophets, who have spoken in the name of the Lord for the example of suffering affliction and the patience. See, behold, we count them happy which endure. You have heard of the patience of Job, and you have seen the end of the Lord. The Lord is very pitiful and tender of mercy. But all things, above all things, my brethren, swear not, neither by heaven nor by earth, neither by any other oath, but let your yes be yes, your no be no, lest somehow you fall into condemnation. Is there any man you afflicted? Let him pray. Any 
Mary, let them sing songs. Any sick among you, let them call the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. The Lord shall raise him up. And he, if he has committed sins, they shall be forgiven. So confess your faults to one another. Pray Amen. for one another that you may be healed. You be healed because you pray for one another. Amen. Mm. The effectual, effectual, fervent, passionate prayer of a righteous man is going to avail much. So Elijah was a man subject like passions as we are. He prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth for a space of three and a half years. He prayed again, and then the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth its fruit. Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth, and one converted, let him know that he which converts the sinner from the error of his own way shall save a soul from death, and shall hide in multitude of sins. First Peter 3, 8. Finally, not finally, boy, you got on that word, did he? Finally. <laughs> be you of all one mind, having compassion for one for another. Love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous. Not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrarywise blessing, knowing that you are thereto called, that you should inherit a blessing yourself. Amen. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips, that they would speak no guile or deceit. Let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them to do evil. And who is he that will harm you if you be followers of that which is good? But, and if you suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are you. And be not afraid of their terror, neither be troubled. But sanctify or set the Lord God apart in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you for the reason of the hope that's in you with meekness and fear. Mm-hmm. Having a good conscience. That whereas they speak evil as evildoers, they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conduct in Christ. For it's better the will of God be so that if you suffer for well-doing than for evil-doing. For Christ also has once suffered for sins and the just for the unjust that he might bring us to God being put to death in the flesh but he quickened all this by the Spirit. Amen. First John 1 John 1.5 That which was from the beginning which you have heard which you've seen with our eyes which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled the word of life. The life is manifested, we have seen it, and we bear witness. We show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father, was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard, we declare unto you, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father, with his Son, Jesus. These things we write unto you, and we hope that your joy may be made full. Amen. 2.24 so let that therefore abide in you which you've heard from the beginning. If that which you've heard from the beginning shall remain in you, you shall continue in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that you've promised us. The promise was eternal life. Yeah. These things I've written in you concerning them that try to seduce you. But the anointing which you receive in him abides in you. And you need not that any man teach you with the same anointing teaches you of all things and is truth and is no lie. And even as it is taught you, you shall abide in him. And now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear, we may have confidence. Yes. We may not be ashamed before him in his coming. Amen. So if you know that he that is righteous, you know that everyone that does righteousness is truly born of him. 1 John 5, verse 9. If we receive the witness of men, 
The witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he has testified of his son. He that believes in the Son of God has witness in himself. He that believes not God, but has made him a liar, because he believes not the record that God gave his son. And this is the record that God has given to us, eternal life, and his life, this life, is in his son. And he that has a son has life. He that has not the son of God has not life. So these things I've written unto you, that you believe in the name of the Son of God, and that you may know that you have eternal life. Amen. That you may believe on the name of the Son of God. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, anything at all according to his will for us and for others, we know he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we also know that whatsoever we ask, we know that we have these petitions that are desired of him. So if any man see his brother sin a sin which is not unto death, he shall ask, and he shall give him life for him that sins not unto death. There is a sin unto death, but I do not say that you should pray for that. But all unrighteousness is sin, and there is a sin not unto death. So we know that whosoever is born of God sins not. But he that is begotten of God keeps himself, and that wicked one cannot touch him. We know that we are of God. The whole world lies in wickedness. And we know that the Son of God has come and given us an understanding. An understanding that we may know him that is true. And that we may know we are in him that is true. Even in his Son, Jesus, because this is the true God. And this is eternal life. So little children, keep yourself from idols and pray for one another. Amen. Amen. So, the thing about the message that I liked the most, hopefully you would as well, is that this message tonight wasn't just about praying. This message tonight was about the behavior that we're praying for in their lives. Amen. That as we pray, their life would unfold in these blessings, in this nature, in this character. See, if you heard... I'm praying for you all and never stop making mention of you and your person so that you can see this in your life. Amen. Every verse said that. Amen. Go back and read them again. But the point is, how else will we see those things in our life if we're not being prayed for by others? If we're not praying for that, one another for that to be seen in each person's life here, ours and theirs, and all of us together in one mind, one accord. And we've been given, the, frankly, the prayer straight Amen. out of Scripture. I mean, that, tonight, if you want to record it, listen to it. Everything I said was a prayer. Yes. But that's the nature we want to see in our Lord and our Savior Jesus. But we want to see that in our Lord and Savior Jesus in us. Yes. And we need to pray for that revelation to come to each one of us. Amen. We're all hopefully coming to a point to realize that we're a mess apart from him yeah. and that we need his will to be done yeah. and we all have to admit we don't know how to do that but God is faithful to be our helper Amen. to show us that way that we can do those things if we'll let it Amen. now the challenge of that is how many of us still think we're smart enough to figure it out on our own how many of us have our own plans our own purposes that if we were to honor God we'd have to give up things that we think we've always wanted and and then therefore live a less than life in Christ Jesus. So the challenge on that is are you going to take your thoughts captive about yourself first? Yeah. What, what, what do you believe about yourself? What do you 
what do you believe yourself to actually be? If you think that somehow if you're walking in the measure of righteousness, mm-hmm. you're not. Mm-hmm. If your righteousness doesn't line up with his will every day, then you're not walking in righteousness. And only righteousness now, through the mercy that we're going to have a second chance to get there is going to give us that grace that we need to make it through the, the next the sixth season mm-hmm. of life. Mm-hmm. Make it all the way to endure to the end. The challenge is, can we? Yes. Yes? Yeah. Will we? Yes. Yes. It remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. Jesus said it for us best. I've said it in that, that the verse, not my will but your will be done in the garden of Gethsemane. It's always just radiated within me because it always meant, wow, Lord, you're right, because I have my will. I have my own ideas. But against my own ideas, I don't want to find out what my will is. I want your will because it's got to be better than mine. You created mine. Mine's broken. Mm-hmm. Adam broke. Okay? Mm-hmm. I didn't break it, but Adam did. But I want your will because it's not broken. And mm-hmm. the bear witness to me because it's what I was created for in the first place. So let your will be done, which ultimately would have been my will apart from Adam. Mm-hmm. And then I can live a life that I was always meant to live. Mm-hmm. Always meant to be. And Look how different we would be than anybody else in the world that doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't know they need to. Doesn't even know it's a possibility. But I don't live my life in light of others. Mm-hmm. Live my life in light of Him. Mm-hmm. Hoping that that becomes evidentiary in everything I do. Mm-hmm. And frankly, everything's an experiment, right? Yes. Experiment to keep trying and trying and trying. And, and, and as we experiment, we have new experiences, we get a little hope, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, somebody says, why do you got hope? Well, I kept... Trusting God when I didn't know what else to do, and I started doing the things He asked me to do, and they started working. Well, how simple is that? Mm-hmm. And that can be every person's testimony in this room, but it's not right now. Mm-hmm. And it needs to be. Amen. So I, for one, am praying for all of you. Thank you. By whatever route, road it takes you to get there, everything is taking, you know, destruction, mm-hmm. bring you home. Mm-hmm. Take you to Romans 13. Mm-hmm. My job to, you're going to be contrary, damnation is yours. But if you're not, I'm here against your evil. And I want to eliminate your evil. And that wrath that's to come against that evil will hopefully turn you back to the righteousness of God. Amen. That you can be counted worthy of the kingdom of God. Amen. So, Father, we come before you tonight and say thank you, Lord, for this time. Ask, Lord God, your spirit move and mold and shape each one of us in new ways and deeper ways and more uh, evidenced ways in our life, Lord God, than, than what we've been allowing ourselves to, to live. We give you praise, we give you thanks, we give you honor and glory for all of this in advance that you and your will might be done and you and your will might be glorified in all of our lives. We give thanks for these things through the precious name and through the precious blood of your son Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. Amen.